What's up, everybody? Uh, it is your homegirl, Lady T, Natasha Daniels. Listen, I just want to say thank you to everybody uh, who's been listening to season two of uh, Go With God. It's been absolutely fantastic, especially my last one, uh, Kids No Kids. It definitely was something that was close to the heart. And uh, you guys have been showing mad love. I can't even tell you how many messages I've received. I received like 25, 30 different messages about how that has been blessing people. So I just want to say thank you. You know, um, this is what Go With God is all about. Um, and it's affecting people in many different ways. And so I pray that we just continue to do the good work of the Lord as always, if possible. I normally wait till the end of the broadcast, but I'm going to start doing it at the beginning of the broadcast. If you can, please subscribe. Um, to Amazon. I believe that uh, this is an Amazon, Pandora, um, Spotify, YouTube. Um, this is in uh, Apple Music's podcast or, you know, Apple's uh, podcast store. Listen, wherever you guys can listen to it, make sure that you're liking it and you're sharing it. Make sure that you're downloading the episodes. I'm really grateful and appreciative for that. Um, but also the other thing that I wanted to say is, listen, if you guys have topics, you like, yo, Tosh, I really want you to kind of talk about this. You haven't talked about this. Please, please, please like hit me up. Um, you can uh, send me an email or some correspondence at gwgpodcast at yahoo.com or you can honestly just hit me up most of you guys just hit me up anyway you have my information facebook um, my social media platform natasha daniels music or natasha daniels either or on facebook instagram uh, hit me up all right so today's topic is actually you know it, it's becoming like the thing of our culture and so I kind of wanted to talk about it uh so let me go ahead and pray real quick before I kind of get into the title for today so father god I bless you and I thank you I thank you so much for every opportunity that you continue to bless me with god I I, I can't say anything more other than thank you because you are absolutely amazing um, and we bless you and we honor you. I pray that today's conversation, uh, it will be a little bit more light <laughs> than the last two, but honestly, that it would give you glory um, and that it would really kind of help us with a lot of things that I think we are struggling with. For me, this this is, this is you know, something that's impacted me, but I pray that everybody finds their own uh, thing in today's podcast um, and that we can kind of get some tools to, to be the best that you want us to be. Because at the end of the day, we really need to make sure that we're hearing from you so that way we can go with God. All right, in Jesus' name, amen. So today's podcast, if you haven't read the title yet, it's called FUPA. <laughs> so those who know me know that I'm like a big girl. <laughs> I'm a big girl like I'm a plus size girl in every capacity like you know I'm wide you know I have to turn sideways sometimes you know I have to scoot over uh an aircraft um you know they're you know my squat game is not you know uh the best <laughs> you know I'm bigger I gotta hold up my knees you know walking up the steps all that good stuff and I'm kind of laughing about it you know because um it's definitely something that has not always been a laughing point for me and to be honest with you guys like when I'm trying on clothes and stuff like that and when I see that fupa bro I get so upset and I understand that Lizzo is making it cool and culture is making it really cool but not for all of us you know, for some of us who have a FUPA uh, or for some of us who are really struggling, you know, with our weight, it's not always fun. And so uh, for those of you who don't know what FUPA is, there's the urban slang for it. And y'all know what that is. I can't say that on this on the gospel show. Um, you know, fat upper bleep <laughs> area. Um, but it actually um, 
is something that a lot of people deal with and struggle with, especially people who are who have either gained a massive amount of weight or they've lost a, a massive amount of weight. And it's the skin or it's the fat uh, that sits right up above, aka like your gut. It looks like your gut, um, but it kind of sags into the area of your um, upper private area. So it's really called a, a fat upper private uh, area. It, it's it's where the, you got either excess skin or it's where you have, you know, if you're still big like myself, you kind of have a, a large stomach. Um, and Lizzo has come out and a lot of heavy set models and, 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 you know, plus size women have kind of come out with a lot of the, you know, models who were size zero and fainting on the stage and stuff like that. You know, big girls was like, you know, we need to come up and do something too. And so uh, Lizzo seems to be our representative and our uh, spokesperson, BTW, I lie to you not. When I had my um, photo shoot, uh, the photos that you guys see on the uh, podcast itself as the artwork or as the the, the work of art for the, the podcast, somebody actually reached out to one of my members at the time and was like, yo, is that Lizzo? <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> like super embarrassing. But hey, it is what it is. I'm a big girl. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a heavier uh, set girl. And so I want to kind of talk about um, this whole FUPA thing, you know, and I kind of want to, as always, use myself as the example, because some of the things that the Lord has been challenging me on, um, I think that it would be beneficial for you guys. So um, let's dive in. So of course, I always have a scripture and you you guys know how I feel um, about my scriptures. So Proverbs 10, 29 says the way of the Lord is a stronghold for the upright, but ruin to the workers of injustice. Proverbs 21 and 22 says a wise person scales the city of the mighty and brings down the stronghold in which they, meaning the city, trust. And last but not least, the scripture that I want to use also is 2 Corinthians. Um, it's going to be chapter 10, verse 4, I believe. And it says, you know, and we're all familiar with the scripture, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. All right, so let me give you a little bit of background about this whole FUPA thing for me. Um, so those who, who are not in my family or don't know, I'm 35, I'm 34 years old. And so culture has changed drastically, even over the last five years. I can't say this enough. You know, my generation between that like 34, I even say 33, between that like 33 to 40 group, you know, we're still used to like the tube TVs and uh, we remember what it's like to, to make sure that we're inside by, before the street lights. And um, we knew we still had the TVs with the, with the antennas and with the two knobs in order to like radio in. We had um, records. Uh, we had CDs. We had cassettes. You know, we used to <laughs> we used to record voicemails. Um, you know, like put a song in the background for our voicemails, and then we get on the voicemail and be like, dun, 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 dun. "Hey, this is Tasha. Uh, not how you know, not on my phone right now. But if you can leave me a name and number, I get back to you as soon as I can. Peace." Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like I grew up in that generation. Still, I'm not sure if the young cats who are listening know what that's like. You know, where we would have to record on side A and side B, or if you left a voicemail, you'd have to flip it over. Like I still grew up in that time frame, and so the reason why I'm bringing that up is. Because because size plus size at that time was like a 12 and above. And I think for some people in some some uh, places it still is. But really, you know, plus size at this point is 16, 18 and above 20. 
um, and above, but around a size like 12, you know, that was you, you getting kind of hefty. And so ever since I can remember, to be honest with you, like I've been chunky. Um, and I'm using that word specifically because it wasn't until my grandmom and, and my family uh, started calling me fat that I really didn't realize that I was, I was fat. I knew that I was chunkier, thicker, you know, than the rest of the kids, but you know, I would never call myself fat, you know, but, but my family did. Um, and so the point of me saying that is, you know, I had decent sized feet, you know, I was, I was in elementary school already, um, at a size like seven, six, seven, um, you know, I've had big feet I was, <laughs> and those who know me know that I'm super duper short. Um, I'm only five, three. Um, but you know, I, I've, I've, I've been, um, there have been moments in my life where I've been a little bit bigger, where I've been, been larger for the culture at that time. All right. And so, um, you know, growing up in church, I played sports. Um, I was into church. I played basketball. Um, I broke records. Shout out to my homegirl, Ivy, uh, to my basketball team. You know, they know I, I was I was thicker than most girls. Like I wasn't skinny. I went to an all white school in Cherry Hill. You know, so I wasn't skinny. Um, I was thick, though. I was I was solid. Um, you know, my, my family would call me solid. And then they would say things like I have ham hocks. And then they would say things like I'm big bone. And so I'm, I'm setting all this up because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to go somewhere with this today. And so um, by the time, you know, I started getting a little bit older, um, I knew that I was bigger. I knew that I was larger. I knew that I was short. But what I didn't have was I didn't have a fupa. Now, stay with me. I had really big arms and I had big thighs. Um, I had kind of like a. I don't even know what my butt looked like back then because now my back hurt. <laughs> my behind makes my back hurt, like <laughs> word up. So I don't even know what, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was probably like like SpongeBob SquarePants back then too. Um, but now I just got a little hump and a square. So it's matured over time. Um, you know, but back then I, I was, my front, my gut was not big at all you can look at my pictures you can go on my page you can anything from when I was younger my gut was not big but there were other parts of me that were chunky I had fat fingers my parents uh, my aunt used to always tell me how fat my fingers were and step stop cracking your knuckles and um, my feet you know my feet would be really really fat and how thick my toes were and those things may have been truths but they definitely played a toll as I grew up because I did not see myself as anything but that, right? I didn't see myself as anything but fat. I didn't see myself as anything but thick. But let me also say this. I also was in denial about it, right? So this is the crazy part. You can be in agreement with something, but fight the fact that you're in agreement with it. And for a very long time, because I didn't have any other affirmation, like my mom would tell me, you know, like she would do my hair and, and I love my mom, but you know, she would do my hair. And I told y'all before on, on previous podcasts, you know, I didn't like my hairstyle. Like I had a Jerry curl at 12, like who, <laughs> who does that? But at the same time, you know, my mom was doing everything that she could for us. You know, she was, she was buying us what we can Walmart. We were shopping at Walmart before Walmart was cool. We were shopping at Aldi's before Aldi was Aldi's was cool. We were at Mr. Meats. Uh, we were at Save a Lot. You know, we 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 were at Pathmark. Um, we were struggling um, as kids, and you guys know my background and you know my story or whatever. So I'm not going to delve too much into that. But there was a lot of identity issues for me um, as I was growing up, 
And one of my identity issues was my weight. Uh, my grandma used to always, you know, God rest her soul. You know, my grandma used to always say that I was one of the boys and she would always, you know, scrub the back of my neck. And no disrespect to my grandma, you know, she grew up in the South. She grew up in Alabama. And so, um, you know, you can't be that dark. And I'm chocolate. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm chocolate in comparison to my family. You know, my aunt, my mother, my uncle, they're very light skinned. Um, my brothers, Ronald, is even very light. Carl and I are kind of, you know, dual complexions. But um, and she used to scrub me and scrub the back of my neck. And she used to scrub my knees like this is real life, you know, on top of. All the other issues that I had growing up, you know, my father at the time, he was not in our lives um, or he was not around uh, enough to be a presence in my life. I wanted my dad around. I, I, I was a daddy's girl. You know, recently over the past year, I've been able to kind of find some pictures and stuff. And shout out to my dad, Ron, a senior. But I was a daddy's girl. But sometimes those memories get lost because of trauma. Um, but I'm thankful that I had some pictures and stuff. But anyway, so so moving forward. So we had a lot going on. And one of the things that my mother did was we were, you know, we, we didn't have the money, but one of the things that my mom did was that we were always at buffets. This is like when Stacy's was around, um, old town buffet, old country buffet. Um, um, they used to have like meal deals. This is back in the day when like they used to have this McDonald's meal called big and tasty. And the big and tasty was like $3.99 on the menu. You could get like hamburgers and cheeseburgers for like 29 cents. Um, in high school, my mom, I'm going somewhere. Just just hang with me today, guys. Um, you know, my mom, we used to get these cards, these like booster cards from um the football teams. And, you know, you could buy one, get one free. And so, you know, sometimes I would do like two cheeseburgers, two big cheeseburgers at a time. And, you know, no disrespect to how we were raised, but it, it it's it's exacerbating and, and compounding identity issues. All right. So I want y'all to keep up with me. It's, it's, it's compounding that, you know, not only are we in lack and not only are we struggling with, you know, finances and not only, you know, am I struggling with, with being a girl and, and how I look as a girl and my family calling me fat and my grandmom scrubbing me down half to death. You, you got to start realizing that for any child and for any person, what you're going to start doing is looking for the things that you're good at. You're not going to pay attention to all the things that get you negative attention. You're going to start focusing on the things that you're actually good at. So for me, what I was good at was sports. And I thank God that during that time, the Lord allowed me to play sports. And I know y'all like, why you say the Lord? Because with all of the trauma that I had going on as a child, I would have been a blimp. Like I was always a decent size. I was thick, but I wasn't fat. But for the culture, I was fat. So let's fast forward until, you know, high school. I remember going to my dad's house um, and breaking his couch. Like I was so big. I wasn't that big, but I guess I was rough. I don't know what happened that day. And Carl and I sat on his couch <laughs> and we broke the couch. Um, one time we were playing um, musical chairs and um, uh, Carl, Carl and I again, I think, you know, Carl and I again, we were playing musical chairs and we went to go sit on this chair and the chair broke. So, all of this stuff is starting to play a toll. Not to make mention the fact that, you know, child, I didn't have no type of of boobs. <laughs> I didn't get boobs, honestly, until I met my husband. 
Um, I was very flat chested. Um, I, 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 you know, I didn't know much. I didn't feel comfortable with femininity because of, you know, some things that had happened to me when I was younger. And we could talk about that on another podcast. Um, so by the time I went to my prom, all right, I'm fast forwarding all of this to the time I went to my prom is the first time I heard my grandma talk about how beautiful I was as a female. And I was still kind of large, you know, my, my, my body looked kind of weird in this dress. My arms were really big. They were, they were kind of chunky. Um, even though I played sports, they were, they were fat and I didn't feel like I was attractive at all. Um, I went to, to, to school. I went to, to my prom with this, this boy who is two grades beneath me. Um, and the reason why I did that is because there were no black kids in my school, and especially not no, no cute black kids, no disrespect. If anybody from Cherry Hill is listening, I'm sorry guys, but there was only one, um, but he was taken, but any hoots. <laughs> so I'm finally at this place where I don't have everybody and everything in my ear. Right. And I'm starting to date, you know, it took me a little while to date. You know, I had dated, you know, a couple guys previously, but my self-esteem was very, very low, very, very low. And so I kind of found my own way. I was talking to a number of guys, actually, when my husband met me. I was talking to quite a few people and I started losing weight. Um, I started losing weight because I didn't like the way that I looked. But also more than anything, I started losing weight because everybody kept calling me fat. Now, at that time, I was probably 180 pounds. 180 pounds, maybe 190. Um, so yes, for the culture and for the time, 15 years ago, I was big for a 5'3 female. But for my size, the way I carry my weight, I'm pretty solid. So it didn't look that bad. But I finally was at like a decent weight. And so um, I met Jasper. <laughs> I met my husband. Fast forward to my husband, I gained 100 pounds. I met Jasper, I gained 100 pounds. And I not only gained 100 pounds, I had people asking me, when are you going to do a weight loss surgery? I had people asking, are Jasper and you pregnant? Um, and, and meanwhile, y'all heard my kids, no kids, so you can just imagine how that really felt. Um, with people asking, um, you know, are you guys pregnant? Um, you've gained so much weight, you know, you need to lose weight. And I, I understood, you know, but it was like, now I am really fat. <laughs> now I'm not only fat, I've got this fupa, right? And I know y'all like, Tasha, where are you going with this? Just stick with me for a little bit. So now I got this fupa, right? So I'm fat. I, in other words, the words that people were speaking over me finally caught up with me. Right now, let me make this very clear. I'm not blaming anybody for why I lost weight. I mean, for why I gained weight. What I am saying, though, is you have to be mindful of how you talk to people, because the way that you talk to people is how they're going to start thinking about themselves. My whole life, they had told me I was fat and I had argued in my mind about am I really fat? There were areas of my life where lack caused me to be gluttonous in my eating. But when I finally found an opportunity to kind of lose weight, people were still calling me fat. So now that I'm finally living it, in other words, now that I'm finally manifesting what I'm starting to believe, because that's 
all people would say about me. Now I'm at my biggest weight ever and I'm 325 pounds. Don't forget, this is 11, 12 years ago. This is before Lizzo came on the scenes. So why am I saying this? I'm saying this because I had to deal with a level of ridicule my entire life before society made it okay. All right. So I want y'all to think about what your FUPA is. You may not be dealing with my FUPA, which is, you know, how big I am or how large I am. But I want you to right at this moment, get what is your FUPA? What did somebody say about you that has finally manifested in your life and you're ready to admit it? Because sports didn't save me from being skinny. Yes, it did help me to not be as big as I could have been at an early stage in life. But the only difference between my teens, early 20s, and where I'm at now is exercise. So that means that there's still a mindset about me that believes I'm fat. It believes, and now that I am fat, if I were to go to the doctor and step on the scale at 280, they're going to be like, Mrs. Daniels, you are morbidly obese. You are at high extreme health risks, right? And I know those realities. But there is something inside of me that will not give me the motivation to lose the weight that I need to lose in order to be my healthiest, So I had to start asking the question, what is really stopping me from losing weight? What is really stopping me? Now, let me say this before we answer the question and then we're done for today. Lizzo came on the scenes and even before Lizzo, big girls were starting to make an impact. Why? Because every once in a blue, they would put a big girl model up or, you know, Independent women started making their streamline, their headline. And then Jesse McCartney started coming in, um, with her size, Queen Latifah, you know, you had it spotted here or there, but it wasn't the way that it is now where, um, you know, no more body shaming. It wasn't like that. But now that it's become that, can I be honest? And can I let you guys know that I have accepted the fact that I am fat. Now, somebody else would be like, sis, you're not fat. You know, you just big or they're, they're going to be like, sis, you're not fat. You just thick. No, let's keep it 100. I am fat. I have a FUPA, right? And I'm using a FUPA because I want to make it clear that a FUPA only forms, right? A FUPA only forms where there is excessive fat. Now, I know for some of you guys, it's like, no. Yes. When you finally start researching and taking a look, genetics tells fat where to go. Okay, genetics tells fat where to go, but it does not always mean that everybody's going to be fat. But when you look at my family, my family has what I call the hen, H-E-N syndrome. They've got these giant bellies and everything else is small. That's on the one side of the family. On the other side of the family, everything is big. So it's not necessarily that it's genetics that I'm fat. It's genetics that say uh, you're predisposed to making sure that your fat cells go to certain places. That's natural. So now that I am 34 years old and I have this FUPA, 
I'm trying to figure out when am I going to get motivated enough to lose weight? Because let me be honest with you. There were some people who are even listening were like, Tasha, you should get the weight loss surgery. Do you know how insulting that is? It's insulting because you didn't ask me why am I gaining weight, right? The truth as to why I've gained weight, it wasn't just happy weight. It is because at a young age, I never learned healthy portion sizes. At a young age, I never learned the risks. Even though I saw the product, I never learned the risk of constantly eating a high caloric diet, of constantly eating fast food even though that's all my money could afford. I didn't know what all of all of the 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 risks and red lights were going to be as it related to continuing down this path that lack L A C K brought into my life. Lack brought that into my life where now I don't have the discipline to know how to eat for fuel. Instead, I eat for comfort. Instead, I eat for f- to be full. Let me also say this. Endorphins in the body, are, they're, they're chemicals or they're hormones that your body releases when it feels pain or when it feels stress. But not only that, it's also released during pleasurable experiences. So this is how crazy it is, right? Growing up, food became happy for us. Now, as I bring that into my adulthood, that's why they call it happy weight. Never even realized that, did you? That's why they call it happy weight because it's not just the person that I'm with that makes me happy. It's the experiences that we are creating together that naturally the body is chemically putting a stamp on you that says, when you're sad, do this to make you happy. When you're in pain, do this to make you, uh, to ease the pain or to ease the tension. Right. So I know you're all like, Tosh, where are you going with this? Here we go. Here we go. So so here's the pinnacle of what I'm saying. Right. Out of everything that I'm saying, here I am now at 34 with a FUPA and I'm trying to figure out how in the world do I get rid of this FUPA? I have a gym membership that I pay for and don't go to. I have a friend who is vegan, vegetarian, holistic, alkaline. I ask them for advice. I do some of it, but as soon as I see something uh, uh, contrary to what my body's used to, I'm 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 back on to fast food or I'm back on to fried chicken. I have brothers who are into lifting and who are into the gym, although they may or may not, you know, I, I don't know always what their eating habits is. One, my one brother, Carl, like. If it wasn't for him going to the gym, he and I both would be on 600-pound life. Ronald, he's cool. Ron likes chocolate. (laughs) So Ron sometimes can get the dad bod because he likes chocolate. But my point is I have support to be able to live a healthier life. But there is something inside of me that will not allow it. There is something inside of me that will not do it. And so when I did this podcast today, I asked the Lord, What do you want me to talk about? It wasn't just about FUPA, right? But FUPA is, here we go, here's the word, write this down, my stronghold. The stronghold is the spiritual fortification or the the spiritual um, 
a castle that has been built around a theology that will not allow you to be what God has for you to be. Let me phrase it like this. There is a version of Tasha that I see as clear as day. When I put my makeup on, when I put my little outfits on a size 10, 12, not because I want to be like somebody else, but because that's the Natasha I need to be for my purpose. But because there is something in me that will not release, right? It will not release 30 years of built up mentality. I struggle to lose weight. So Tasha, what exactly are you saying? Here's what I'm saying. Mine is weight loss. So now I've got a FUPA. I don't need the culture to keep desensitizing the fact that me being large is a health risk. Me being large is an issue. Me being large does put stress on my back. Me having fatty tissue will get to the heart stream, will get to the kidneys, will get to the liver. I don't need society to desensitize those facts. However, I do understand that at the same time, it doesn't take away from me being a beautiful person just because I'm big. It doesn't take away from me smelling good just because I'm big. And and let me just throw that out there. I'm not sour <laughs> like some people are. And if that's your story, I can help you because I'm big on that. And I didn't mean that, you know, to be funny. I'm serious, though. I don't need the culture to make that okay. There are some things that are not okay. Now, I know for some of y'all, this is about to get real tight. So that's why I use my podcast space for me. For Natasha Daniels, who she wants to be and what she wants to be in God, I cannot stay this size and effectively do ministry. I cannot stay this size and effectively be as flexible as I would like to be with my husband. Hint, hint. I cannot stay this size and think that my pregnancy, whoop, whoop, that would be or will be coming up by the end of the year will be safe. I cannot stay this size, getting on a stage, doing praise and worship, and think that after 20 minutes or 15 minutes, I'm not going to be tired and breathing hard. I cannot stay this size and do purpose. So Tasha, what's the solution for it? I'm glad that you asked. I read those two scriptures in Proverbs because you need to understand what your stronghold is. They are areas in your life that the enemy knows God is, you are not yet submitted to God in. It is that simple. You can try to hide it. You can try to lie about it. You can try and do everything under the sun. But the bottom line is that when it comes to me being overweight, I have not yet submitted that area to God because there are other things attached to it than my weight. There is low self-esteem. I've got to work on my self-esteem. Those who really know me, I struggle with my self-esteem. And that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day. I struggle with my value. I struggle with my worth because what I do is not good enough. What I, what I, I give is not good enough. How I do things is not good enough. So I deal with low self-esteem. I deal with growing up in an undisciplined household where buffet is getting full because we did not know where our next meal was coming from is the way to live. I have to uproot that now. 
I have to uproot the fact that my money sometimes does not allow me to make better choices. It's cheaper to go get a Slurpee than it is to go get um, 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 Waikiki Water or go get something else at the same price point. I'm not always making the better decisions or the best decisions. So there's a stronghold attached. And specifically what that means for you guys, for me, is that the stronghold now becomes a fortress. The enemy has set up a camp in your area based on the way you think. Hear me. The way that you think and it has not subjected itself or submitted itself to the Lord. What else am I saying? It simply means in layman's terms, it is an undisciplined area in your life. So now you think that the battle is your weight. This real battle is not my weight. This real battle is the theology that I've built around not losing weight. For a while there, I didn't want to lose weight. I didn't want to have the weight loss surgery because if I had kids, I wouldn't want to gain the weight back. Then there are times where, you know, what, I'm not going to lose weight because every time I try to go on a diet or every time I try to lose weight, this happens. Or I turn around and I eat candy in an hour. You know what? I don't really want to lose weight because they talk about how milk isn't good for you and certain proteins aren't good for you and this and this and that isn't good for you. So I might as well just eat what I'm in. You get what's happening. Every time you go to do the right thing because you understand that purpose is connected to it, you have built this system in your head and built this system in your heart that is hostile towards God that says, I will not submit to that area. Ooh, Jesus. So in Proverbs 10, 29, when it says the way of the Lord is a stronghold for the upright, but it ruins the workers of injustice. What it's saying there, excuse me, what it's saying there is that the Lord, his thoughts are the stronghold for the upright. If I want to stay upright and not be an injustice or a worker of injustice, an unrighteous worker, I got to think like him. My thoughts have to be like him. A wise person scales the city of the mighty. So we have to understand that culture is powerful. It is influential. But the Bible says that a wise person takes a look at it. They scale the city of the mighty and they bring down the stronghold in which they, meaning the city, trust. If I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to have to get some strategy about me. I'm going to have to understand how my mind thinks so that way I can implement a different mindset into losing weight. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to be able to lose weight in three weeks. So there ain't no point in me going on a diet. You think about your FUPA. What is the area of your life that you are constantly telling God you are not going to submit to? So then here's the scripture. It says for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, meaning they aren't fleshly, but mighty through God. Hear me and hear me clearly because this scripture is said wrong 87% of the time. Normally what we say is, but mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. That is not what this scripture says in second Corinthians. It says mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Tasha, what is your point in all of this today? I'm glad you asked. Whatever area 
in your life that you have not submitted to God in is the area the enemy will use to kill you. The Bible says that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Utterly obliterate you. And the only way, because he's not a creative being, he is an imitative being, is where God takes your weaknesses and makes it God's strength or God's ability to adjoin to you and make you and God one, the enemy takes your weaknesses to separate you from God and separate you from your purpose and separate you from your plans. So the way that FUPA or the way that my fatness, the way that my obesity, me being overweight separates me from God is that when it's time to fast, I can't fast. I know I'm just being too honest. I know this done turned into preaching. When God wants me to do something specific, I'm not disciplined enough to do it. When God tells me to go take a walk, I'm not taking no walk, but then complain about my back hurting. I have created all of these ideologies against God's word because I'm not submitted to it. And therefore, if I'm not careful, the enemy will utilize my undisciplined areas to make me hostile toward the things of God and also take me out. Strongholds literally mean they are the fortification through the idea of holding safety. What does that mean? That means that somewhere in the twist of all of this, you keep your stronghold close because it makes you feel safe. It makes you feel justified. It makes your opinions seem valid. But can I tell you something? The only way to get rid of any stronghold is through God. The only way to get through the way that your mind thinks is to have a new mind. Let this mind be in you. That was also in Christ Jesus. And we normally stop there. But what was the mindset? The mindset was so many things. But the one that I want to press upon you today is that the mindset was to please the father. Jesus emptied himself out of eternity. And limited himself to humanity in order to die for us because of it, it pleased the father because it brought glory to the father because it wasn't about Jesus at that moment, but it was about God. And so I gave this long lead up for me for you to ask you, what is the stronghold you will not submit to God? What is the stronghold in your life that you have justified and put a fortified city around your ideology that no man and nothing can break? God can't even get in it. That's when you know it's a stronghold is that when God tells you to do something, you can't do it. God tells you to forgive and you can't do it. God tells you to love and you can't do it. You justify why you can't. You justify why you shouldn't. Can I be honest with you? I am tired of justifying why I am obese. 
There are so many layers to why I am this size. Stress, natural things like how we talked about with the endorphins. Ministry is stressful. So oftentimes for us as pastors going out to eat, some pastors choose to drink. Some pastors choose anything to, to, to bring about relief. Anything to bring about some sort of sobriety to the stress and to the pressures of life. And I'm sure that that's in a lot of facets of life. So I've got a chemical issue going on that's reminding me of how good this fried chicken is, how good these mozzarella sticks are, how good this cheeseburger is. But I also have the enemy like, yeah, keep justifying that. Ugh. Nobody likes lettuce. Yuck. Ugh. Nobody likes this. No, keep on eating until you're full so you can finally go to sleep. I'm tired of the enemy winning in my life when it comes to that. And you know what made me come to this point about FUPA? It, it wasn't just my clothes or my size and all of that. Because as I've been telling you guys all day long, I've been dealing with that most of my life. It really wasn't that. In this season of my life, I have not fasted. I have fasted over the past three years, probably twice. I refuse to turn down my plate for God. I'll do levels of consecration. Like I'll read my Bible all day or I'll stay off of social media, but not food. And anybody who really knows me knows I don't eat a whole lot. I don't, but when I do eat like, Please, I want fried chicken. Please, I want french fries. Please, I want honey mustard. I do eat vegetables and fruits. And, you know, I've bought juicers and I've bought um, smoothies. And I'm sure my mom is tired of all the stuff that I have up in the house. I've bought all of those things, but it's not enough to keep me. And I finally realized one day, why can't I be kept? And the Lord's response was very simple. There are areas in your life that not only are you not disciplined in, but there are areas of your life that you have not given to me yet. And so I challenge all of you. I know this was a little lengthy uh, podcast today, but I needed to say this. I, it, it has taken me all week to say this podcast, and I understand why now. It took me all week because I need to challenge everybody there is an area of your life that is not submitted and you need to submit it because the world will expose it or the enemy will utilize it to kill you. I don't want to see anybody I love. I don't want to hear about anybody who, who, who I love going through all of this because we refuse to get a level of discipline. And what you'll understand is that the discipline isn't just about the food. It's about the memories attached to the, the food or to the relationship or to the, the thing that is your fupa. For me, my fupa, my fat upper pubic private area, what causes me to gain weight and not want to lose weight is the simple fact that I do not think I am beautiful. I do not think I am attractive, so I might as well live the narrative. I've already had my whole life where people have said it, so I might as well live it. 
But now I'm at the point where as God is healing me, I really do see how beautiful I am. I see how, how, how wonderful I am. I see how pretty I am. I like looking at myself occasionally in the mirror. I'm just starting to be okay with the birthmark on the side of my, I'm just starting to come into. So now I want to get rid of everything that makes me feel like I am ugly. And one of those things is my weight. So mark my words, guys, I am going to start asking the Lord to heal my mind and asking the Lord to bring healing to every area of my life that is not submitted to him. And I can promise you, y'all about to see Tasha looking fine. (laughs) I mean, I'm already fine, but I'm working my way to become the vision that I see. And not every vision that we see is easy. Some of them are very hard. But I want to encourage you guys today. Mine is being overweight. Whatever your fupa is, whatever your 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 funny thing is, that culture has told you it's okay, your anger, your wrath, your smoking weed, your fornication, whatever it is, you drinking, even if it's social drink, whatever, it, lying, gossiping, um, talking about people, whatever it is, I challenge you to give it to the Lord. I challenge you to talk to somebody about it. I challenge you to allow this year to be a year of freedom for you. In our church, our pastor, my husband, we're talking about relentless pursuit. I challenge you to pursue your dreams and your goals relentlessly without giving up, unrelenting. You exhaust yourself until you are free. And I think if you do that, I think that you and I both will see the results that we long for in our private time and in our closets. So listen, it's been long. So let me go ahead and stop here. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for this moment. I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for this experience. I thank you for my truth my truth about how I feel about myself, who I really am, but God, who you're challenging me to be. I pray now in the name of Jesus that every person who's listening today, that they would feel your glory through this podcast, that they would understand God and that they would boldly come to that fortified mindset that will not allow them to change and that you'd would, you would enter in with them. So that way, God, we can break down that city break down those walls and that we can have your mind. We can have your heart and we can possess your spirit. We thank you and we love you in Jesus's name. Amen. So once again, guys, listen, I just want to tell you, thank you. Please make sure you share it. If you enjoy it. And even if you don't enjoy it, let me know. I may or may not say anything, but hit me up. But I really do hope and pray that you guys really enjoy this podcast today because this is my truth. I'm submitted to God and everything else except for when it comes to this weight. So I'm asking you guys to pray for me as I continue to pray for you. If you have prayer requests, gwgpodcast at yahoo.com. Hit me up on social media, um, Instagram, Facebook, Natasha Daniels, Natasha Daniels Music. I love y'all. And remember, in everything that you do, make sure that you are going with God. All right. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.